Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome to The Trader, a trader's podcast. My name is David Bloomberg, and I'm your host for season one of The Traders Canada. The Trader features deep dives into every episode of the multi-award winning hit TV competition show, The Traders, as well as interviews and contestants, uh, interviews with contestants from the shows. I'm, I'm already stumbling over my words because I'm so excited about this week's guest. But before we get to him, uh, we are talking about The Traders Canada episode nine. And as I said, we have an amazing guest welcoming one of the winners of the Traders New Zealand. So this is your spoiler alert. If you don't already know, I'm giving you three, two, one. Welcome, Sam Smith. Thank you very much, Dave. It's very nice to be here. Oh, it was so good when I won the Traitors. It was great. <laughs> I love talking to people about it. It's great. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, it, it came at a time when Matthew wasn't able to host and, uh, you know, episode by episode. And I considered jumping in then, much like I have for here, but I had so much stuff going on at the time. And then it was just, it just happened so quickly. And I don't know why they put it on at the same time as the Australian traders. And it was, yeah, it was. Exactly I, I was, right. And I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of the Traders podcast. I've been listening to it the whole time through since, um, since uh, well, when I was on the show. It was sort of it was my therapy once once we had recorded it, and we had to wait for the you know the six months until our show was on air. So I've I've listened to every single one, and I in fact considered um, messaging Matthew to be like, "Hey, can I host it? Um, ah. I 
I, 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 I'm probably not allowed to, but <laughs> I, I would have loved to um, hear uh, the coverage. You, you could have uh, used a fake name, you know. Uh, oh, Joe, yeah. Joe Smith instead of Sam Smith. Yeah, you that's know? great. That's, yeah. <laughs> I've probably got a cousin called that somewhere. <laughs> we had three Smiths on our season of The Traitors as well, which is, which is great. That's New Zealand. They were probably all related, you know, that's somehow true. or another. <laughs> Yeah, um, there are nine of us here and five of us are Smiths. <laughs> um, yeah, I was a guest a couple times on another podcast to uh, discuss the season. Uh, and mm-hmm. so I was happy to be able to talk about it then. Uh, I, I it was a, I mean, obviously, you know, you're a little bit biased. Uh, obviously, <laughs> I thought it was a really fun season. I just I felt it was different than other country's seasons and i almost put it in a different category for a couple oh. reasons mm-hmm. uh one is because despite the host always introducing it and saying 18 strangers it was like no like one stranger and 17 people who knew each other um, <laughs> the, and- um he the reason he said that was because he didn't know who any of us were paul Henry, yeah. the host had no idea who any of us were. we were the strangers to him Okay, <laughs> and then 18. a couple of us had worked together before. Yeah, um, a couple of a couple you a, you had introduced few, spouses. You know, yeah, a, um, someone, um, Dylan Reeve and Anna Reeve, uh, like Dylan Reeve is Anna Reeve is married to Dylan Reeve's cousin, so, mm-hmm. so they're they're legitimately family. <laughs> Justine Smith and I work in comedy stuff all the time. We've been to Disneyland together. Um, I've worked with Matt Heath in on Taskmaster in New Zealand, and uh, and yeah, and of course Lauren was my uh, is, is my friend from from Dancing with the Stars. So yeah, it's New Zealand. We know everyone. You could yes. get twenty random people from New Zealand, and one of them, uh, two of them, would be related. Um, three of them will work in the same place, and f- four of them will will have gone to high school together. <laughs> It's a small place. Yeah. I'm not too sure. Like, I think that I, I I feel like that didn't really, um, I don't think that affected the game as much as people say it did because, you know, we know each other, but we've never played a, mm-hmm. a social deduction game with each other under the pressures of being filmed for television. It's, it's so different to what, what people said. I, I, I think it, didn't make as much of a difference as, as people say it did. Yeah, I think I, one, of the, one of the things that did make it feel different is that we're New Zealand and we are a country where we very much avoid conflict. Um, <laughs> I feel like Canada's a little bit like that as well. We're not quite as brash as Americans or British people or Australians. We are the, you know, we're the, we're the, you're the, you're the nice ones. Relax back and uh-huh. <laughs> your words, but uh, yes, you're right. We're very, very nice. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the other thing was uh, was the prize money was significantly smaller. And I feel like uh, like the the trader that made it the furthest on your season before you heartlessly got rid of him, um, you know, he was even playing for charity. He wasn't even going to keep the money. He was going to give it away to charity. So the fact that you cut him. He was like, okay, it just goes to someone else instead of the people I was going to give it to. Whereas I think in the U.S., well, I know in the U.S., it was, I mean, it was, first of all, a larger amount. And second Mm. of all, anyone who saw that final episode and especially the reunion knows there were very, very hurt feelings. Oh, my gosh, yes. (laughs) 
<laughs> it was great. Um, the thing about that is that Brooke Howard Smith, who was the final trader mm-hmm. on our season, is a millionaire. He does oh. not need that money. <laughs> um, some of us are comedians. Yeah, <laughs> who are like who who need that money. I, I use I use my winnings to pay off my student loan. Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> It was, it was, it's not the sort of, uh, yeah, we, and, but we weren't in it for the, for the money. We were in right. there to play this amazing fun game. It was, yeah. and, and that's why none of us ran to, well, that's why only one person ran at the beginning of our season to get right. that, um, get that money. Cause we were just so keen to do it because it's such, it's the, it's the greatest format on TV. It's so fun. It's so immersive. And I don't know about other people, but I got fit for the show, for, for my version of the show. I, I went on runs, David. I'm not I'm not gonna waste going on runs to to, to sprint over and just get out there in one morning. And well, what you said is what part of what makes it different. You know, you guys were there and having fun, as opposed to, you know, like I said on some of the others, the goal is to win the money. And yeah. Um, you know, some of them have had fun doing it or trying to mm-hmm. do it. And it's good if you can have fun because, you know, usually, you know, one to two or three people win the money. And mm-hmm. it's just it seemed more like a group of friends getting together for a big game of mafia or something like mm-hmm. that. And that's that's why I, I I tend to put it into a slightly different category. It's not I'm not saying it was a bad category. I'm just saying it yeah. played differently. In part because you were there to have fun, and I enjoyed yeah, right. watching you have fun. I, I'm going to say something here that some people are going to get upset with me about. I'm worried oh, okay. about the upcoming U.S. season because Ooh. it's all reality stars, and yeah. some of them are not from competition shows, and I think may just be there to, you know, peacock around and, yeah. uh, you know. <laughs> show what studs they are or to settle old scores or whatever. And I'm not sure how much game some of them are going to play. And yeah. I watch I love- the traders for the game. Yes. Yeah. I um, I love that um, because uh, traders US played on Peacock. I love that they've named that after the, what mm-hmm. these characters are going to do in this next season. Yes. They're going to Peacock yes. around. Yeah. Well, I think you're right. And I, but I think I've talked to lots of American people or people by talk, people have mentioned it online just the fact that our New Zealand one was a bit more relaxed than mm-hmm. than the the drama you get on that one, and I think it's just the thing that you kind of get used to what your this is hugely stereotyping for countries as well. Like <laughs> not everyone is like this in both places, but you're probably a bit more used to seeing that drama on TV, and um, and whereas when we see that drama on TV, we go, "Wow, look at that American show where they're all yes. dramatic all the time." It's just what those people are used to. So I guess that's kind of what you come to expect. Our one didn't have as much as that. So people be like, oh, I kind of miss the drama from the usual American versions of yeah. shows like Survivor. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, another aspect of it, like you mentioned, that Brooke is a millionaire. Well, hmm. Ari from the U.S. Oh, yeah. is also a multimillionaire. Yeah. And... He was still very angry when Sari took him out or, you know, yeah. got the others to take him out. So it was crazy, right? Yeah. What an amazing ending to that show. I, I, um, because we'd seen the American version before we went in the house, I went and being like, oh my gosh, I'm going to, as a faithful being there at the end of the show, mm-hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm Quentin. Yeah. I can't believe that. I've, 
I'm Clinton. I've become Clinton. I can't believe it. I tried to lean over and sort of be a bit more like Andy was because she was very, um, because they were very cool about it. And, um, and uh, yeah, that's, that's something that once you've been on the show, you compare yourself to mm-hmm. everyone on the show and you'd be like, oh, which one am I? Yes. <laughs> I think, well, you were not, as, um, you were neither Quentin nor Andy. So we will uh, definitely yes, say right, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and, and watching this um, this episode of Canada, um, mm-hmm. uh, this episode nine, there were a couple of moments where I went like, "Oh God, I'm Donna. I was Donna." <laughs> I don't think you were ever Donna. Uh, I think, I mean, we'll get we'll get into it. I we'll get there. You you, well, I won't say you will be, but I think Gerline and Leroy have the potential to be you. Yeah, or. They have the potential. Me, me and Anna, yeah. Yeah, or they have the potential to be Quentin and Andy. Uh, yeah, so we will we will see which they are. Um, but uh, I, I just so, got shivers being like talked about like at the same time as yeah. as, as Quentin and Andy. Like I was like, oh yeah, they were in a big proper TV show, and then I'm like, oh yeah, we were too. <laughs> That's great. That's like yeah, I, you know, I mean, I. Uh, the other uh, podcast network that I, the the main one I podcast for Rob has a podcast is Rob Sesternino was a, uh, a player on survivor uh, on an early season and he was a big fan. And then he went on all stars and he was surrounded by these people. He was all excited. Like, Oh my gosh, there are all these people that have been on the shows. It's like, you know, without, you know, in his mind, he wasn't putting together. Like he was in the final three. Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. That's amazing. It's, yeah, so, so amazing. Um, so what, you know, other than uh, what we just talked about, how have you been enjoying the Traders Canada? Oh, I love it. I absolutely love it. I um, one, it's it's kind of like a nice nostalgia trip <laughs> as well for us, and um, but also I I really like the players. I think listening to your previous podcast, I think you've been quite mean to the the remaining faithfuls on the show. Yeah, I probably. Think they, I think they played a really good game. And I think what people forget is that when you're a faithful on the show, you have literally no control over anything. Mm-hmm. You get you get one vote, you get a small percentage of what happens in the round table. But every night you go to you go to bed and you might not make the next day. You just have you're just so out of control. And the way to get around it, a way to survive in the game is to be clueless and not a threat. <laughs> Which yes. is what Donna and Trevon and Mickey previously yes. um, have all been doing. Um, yeah, Gurleen and Leroy, not quite so much. They're showing a bit of strategy, which mm-hmm. you need later in the game. Um, but I think they've just played an absolutely brilliant game to last until the end. Almost to the point that when I was watching this week, I was like, did Trevon pretend to have an asthma attack in episode one so people didn't think he would be a threat so they'd keep him in the game i've, I've got to that sort of level of of thing and that's i will the other thing go ahead that's the other thing about the show as well like you're so immersed in it at the time and because you can't trust anyone if you if, if you, for a moment you start trusting one person mm-hmm. when you go to bed that night you'll be like yeah cool i'm with this person no wait that person could be a traitor yeah. and you just you can never lean back and relax at any stage in it whereas the traders have they've got full control right on top of that they have the stress of the of being that so they will i think it's harder to be a trader on the show definitely 
but you're just so clueless that's the only way to make it to the end so you kind of have to do that if you are a faithful so yeah i, I mean played- i have definitely been hard on trevon and very psychic donna as i call her um <laughs> oh, and, 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 and don't get me wrong psychics are full of crap though yes, with you. yes. <laughs> um and uh mickey i've been less hard on just because i keep forgetting he's actually there yeah. uh but i i mean I, I I will disagree with you when you say they've done a good job to get to this point. I think they've done a poor job to get to this point yeah. because <laughs> they have gotten to this point because they were so bad. Like, they've never been a threat to the traders. They've never been a threat to anyone else. And therefore, they could keep them around. And, and you know, whereas uh, we'll even get to a point later uh, where Mike says, he looks around the round table and he says something like, I feel like everyone here but Travon is a quieter person who avoids conflict. And it's like, yeah, because those are the type of people who survive. <laughs> exactly right. And you, man, you can't take out the game unless you've done that. Like, right. you have to, if right. you're faithful, you have to do that. So, yeah, I think, yeah, I think it's, I, a, I it's just the smart see, way of doing it. I just want to see someone who's doing it on purpose. Like, I think Leroy and Gurleen are more doing it on purpose. Maybe not 100%, but they're more doing it on purpose. Whereas Trevon, you can tell he's not because he's throwing pens across the room. He's having (laughs) breakdowns, you know. He's amazing. I think his surname's Smith as well. I think that's why I like him. Ah, okay. I think he's a fellow Smith like me. So, uh, (laughs) but yeah, yeah. I think think there's a... I think, and what I felt like throughout the game mm-hmm. when I was playing is that I had to be, I had to hide that I was a smart man. Like, right. I had to, I felt like that was a thing I had to do. Right. And that's, you know, so you were doing it on purpose as opposed to, yeah, you know, we get, you know, Donna and Travon giving us confessionals saying, well, I have no idea what's going on, you know. But I said that as well. And I also didn't know what was going on. But I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. It's a great game. Yeah. All right, well, let's uh, let's get into this here, and we'll start by setting up the Trader Trader game. Uh, so hopefully you haven't lied to me already, uh, because we will lie to each other uh, once during the podcast. The lie can be big or small about the traders, yourself, or anything else, as long as it is a complete fabrication. Uh, however, uh, for anyone who hasn't heard this before, we are looking for fake facts, not opinions, like... I can't say I love the way Donna has played the game, which after our discussion just now would be an obvious lie. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, as I mentioned previously, any lie involving numbers needs to be like an order of magnitude. So I can't say I have nine pages of notes for this episode when I actually have eight. I'd have to say I have 80 pages. And then at the end of the episode, we'll put our trader hunting skills to the test and see if we can detect the other person's lie. So I know you're faithful, but are you ready to betray me? Oh, I'm quite nervous about it, but but yes, I'm I'm okay. ready to try. Okay, uh, you're you're probably good because I usually get so into the episode that I forget to like pay attention to you know <laughs> someone who might be lying. So I do the same thing listening to the podcast. Every yeah. time I'm like, "Who? I'm going to listen. I'm going to get it this time." And I get to the end, and there's the reminder that someone's lied. I'm like, oh, "I forgot about that." Yes. Well, it's funny because someone commented on one of the YouTube versions um something like uh, david got this wrong at 20 minutes and it was like well that was when i was lying so um 
You know, it's like, yeah, got to listen to the whole thing to see, oh, that's what he was lying about, you know. And I also I've had got- a friend one time call me and say, and this was the first time I was on uh, with Matthew. And I think I've mentioned this before here. I said something about two daughters. And my friend was like, you have sons. What are you talking about? I'm like, Wait till the end. <laughs> um, so, all right. Well, then let's uh, go ahead and jump into it. And we ended last episode with the remaining players uh, celebrating madly because they finally banished a second trader. And that continues as we open this week with Mike, uh, in my opinion, taking a little too much credit, uh, saying he worked his magic for them. Uh, I thought that was, I think that is such, a, a, it, it sort of stuck out as quite an obvious thing to, mm-hmm. to do. But then, of course, we know he's a traitor, like... If someone comes in straight away, it's like, oh, didn't I do well just then voting out a traitor? Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, Leroy says this should close the book on the whole red team theory from the airport, which finally, I mean, I know Thank they were God. right. I know they yeah. were right, but it just got tiring to hear about it week after week. It, we had the same thing in our season with the with with a car chat that we just in the game we just hated it. <laughs> so it's it was nice. Oh, is that the one? I hope I'm not misremembering which season is which. Was that the one where someone misheard a conversation by a car and then recited it as if gospel truth over and over again? Exactly. Yes, that's right. Yeah, Julia heard Robbie say that we had decided to murder someone talking to Kings, and that Ah. became an ongoing thing. We all knew that Robbie had just misspoken. She she Mm. meant to say that we had banished someone or we had... She just said murder rather than oh, and yeah. it, it was so clear to everyone else that that was just a slip of the tongue that we um that we you know that we we just wrote it off and it, for it to still keep coming up and for someone to talk about it in episode nine of a show yeah. when it happened in, I think episode one or two we were just like come on <laughs> we don't need that anymore ah uh, yes yes and we've seen those before and then the funny thing was on. Australia season two, I feel like, when there was an actual slip of a tongue by a trader, uh, people didn't pay any attention to it. And uh, it, it yeah, got away she, with she it. just just laughed it off. Yeah. 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 What was her name? That was the she, she, I can't she, remember she, celebrity now. lady. She, yeah. She I was can't really remember good. Now. Yeah. So until, until bad Sam booted off. Yes. Yes. Um, all right. Well, with anyway, that, yeah, we head. We'll remember that later. <laughs> yes, we head to Trader's Tower, where Kareen tells Mike what he already knew uh, that he needs to blackmail someone who will either become a traitor or die, which is not really much of a decision. Um, but you know, Mike. Do you think anyone would ever choose to die to, and not become a traitor? I just don't see that ever happening ever. I don't know why this is a rule. Um, I mean. Quentin, who we were talking about a little while ago, has claimed that if he were ever made a traitor, he would have quit. Um, and so I, I, if they had gotten to blackmail, would he have actually quit? I don't know. I mean, he was surely pretty, not. He was pretty high and mighty about the whole thing, and <laughs> you know, so I, I think they just make it so it's like, well. We're giving you a choice. 
You know, yeah. it's it's not like we're not giving you a choice. It's like, yeah, the same choice that the mugger gives you, your money or your life, you know? That's and, right, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll give you the money, yeah. Yeah. It's, I just, I think it'll be an amazing season if we ever see someone turn down that final yes. kind of thing. Because it would screw up all the other faithfuls as well. Like, if you didn't show up to breakfast the next day, people would presume, you'd, you know at that stage of the game there's going to be a blackmail, so that person turned it down. It would just it would just make so much more confusion among your fellow. Well, they started the to. Well, you know, when we when we eventually get to breakfast here and two people are missing, they start talking about that. Yes. Like, oh my gosh, did two people turn it down? You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, come on. Uh, yeah, it's a, it would be so random for that to yes. to not happen. And yes. man, I got major flashbacks when um yeah when yeah Karina showed up to to uh to breakfast early when when we had three missing on our season when, when it happened it's ah and it really throws a spanner in the works yes uh but before then uh so uh mike has a choice he goes through it and he eventually chooses the person that you predicted to me ahead of time uh mickey uh yes. so mickey is actually going to have to do something in the game uh yeah. he he opens the letter he sees he has to go he walks in thinking the robe figure is Leroy and calling out Leroy. Mm. Uh, and so he's stunned to see Mike. Um, and I love so, that moment. I thought that was so fantastic to, for him to be so sure. He said he was a hundred percent sure it was going to be Leroy. And then for it to be Mike shows you that Mike is doing a much better job in the game than, than maybe we, we're getting, yes. we, we, we're seeing as viewers. Yes. And it also shows me, that despite what Mickey said, he's he wasn't just pretending to be gullible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, uh, so even Mickey knows that, OK, now people like you said, people are going to know there's two traders now. So they have their work cut out for them and they discuss putting suspicion on Donna and uh, and then you know mickey goes back to noting that he thought it was leroy so they could try to point people in that direction too um and then we do get to the breakfast that uh, we had mentioned and i don't know why they're doing this whole charade of people walking in slowly when <laughs> I, I guess now we do know i guess because two don't end up walking in when i wrote the note yeah. i didn't know but yeah that's right i thought it was cool of mike to do the um to do what koozie Yes, in the previous episode, but but man, that's a that's a whole. I would if I was a trader, I'd be so paranoid of doing something that a traitor had done previously, that um I would I would never have stuck no. my foot in exactly like the previous trader had just been voted out would have done. That seems crazy to do. <laughs> I hadn't even thought about that, but yeah, apparently nobody else <laughs> thought about it too. So, um, but uh, so Leroy and Mickey arrive together, and Leroy says Mike raised some good points about Koozie. And he thinks Mike is a faithful. Uh, he tries to pry some thoughts out of Mickey, but uh, says Mickey never really shares any. Uh, mm. You know, next in are uh, uh, next in is Donna, and Leroy, Re Leroy doesn't know what to make of her. But Donna would have been a good person to recruit. Uh, very psychic Donna, however, has her own ideas that maybe there were four originally, and her top suspect is Leroy, and then Mike. Because, hey, if you keep going long enough, you'll eventually accidentally hit one, right? Exactly right. Yeah, that's uh, how the whole psychic buzz works. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, 
So Mike shows up and Leroy gives him props directly. So, you know, maybe Mike wasn't going overboard the previous night and taking credit uh, for, for, you know, using his magic to get rid of Koozie. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I reckon at that stage of the game, it's you'll anything that sort of stands out like that, he definitely led the charge on that. And yes. I, I saw if if I was on the show again, around that stage of the game, I'd be looking for the people that have, are very clearly voting out traders, because they're gonna be other traders. Mm-hmm. It seems crazy to me that the traders wouldn't properly team up together because then you've got that advantage of numbers. But I suppose that's all Mike's strategy of getting people on board and then feeding them to the wolves straight right, away. Right. Yeah. It's a different, different way of thinking about it, I guess. Yeah. So then there's the gong uh, and the, you know, the four players realize Gurleen and Trevon aren't there. So they're baffled. Uh, and then, you know, I realize at first I'm like, huh, what's going on? And then I realize, Oh, it's, it's going to be part of the mission. Uh, Donna suggests what we were just talking about, that they were all blackmailed. You know, they were both blackmailed and said, no, um, I, I, you know, I don't know. I, I might actually see Trevon doing that. His head might explode if he were a traitor. So, <laughs> uh, but not Gurley. Uh, uh, Kareen walks in and she says something horrible has happened. Two of them have been kidnapped in the night. And at that point, the remaining four realize it's part of the game and they laugh. Kind of like they laughed when she first informed them that Dom was out of the game. Except yeah. that was real. So, you know. yeah. That that Dom thing still gets to me, eh? Like that's it's such a. I, I was watching it. I was sitting right here when I watched yeah. it. And at, all, I was watching it by myself, and I went, "Holy shit!" <laughs> and then I was like, "Oh, I'm just watching a TV show. It's weird that I'm that I'm saying that." But that was crazy. Yes, right? it's going to be so interesting to fingers crossed. Hopefully, find out one day. Yeah, what, one what day, two there. years from now, when all their contracts run out, you know. Exactly or... right. Um, I'm actually I've I've when the show um uh when Canada was announced I actually added everyone on Instagram so I'm I've I've messaged every single person individually ah. to say when it started up just to say like oh hey good luck with the show I hope it mm-hmm. goes well um from the New Zealand for someone who's on New Zealand traders because Craig from season one of Australia did that for everyone in our ah. show and it was just a really nice sort of um homely mm-hmm. kind of like like we're now in this big family and so i did it so so now i've I've kind of had a few conversations with people on this series on, on canada's um traitor including dom including um you know people that got mm-hmm. voted out early on in the show like um and so i feel like i feel quite connected with everyone on the show um so even when dom who i've i've, I've chatted with on instagram when he got voted out it was oh it was, it was crazy yeah and then um and then i and it, and it was great because um I was very I was I was a big fan of Nazila because I'm 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 a mm-hmm. dentist I I used to be a dentist like oh, Nazila okay. so I was I was big on like hey Nazila's got to win this thing she's got to be um she's got to be the winner of, of this one and then I've I've been talked <laughs> spoke with Mike as well I think I've liked Mike because he said um in our message that if I ever go to Toronto I can go and stay with him. Oh wow! So I've always been like, yeah, this guy Mike, he's a he's a good guy. Let's uh, let's keep him in the game. We'll we'll keep him uh, we'll keep him around. Um, I forgot what we were talking about. <laughs> well, we were just talking about them getting kidnapped, and we went off into the Dom oh, yes. thing again. Yes, that's right. Yes, so yes, so Dom did the thing, and then with the kidnap, um, we had a kidnap in our version, but they actually fully put bags on their head, drove them around 
town for like an hour before um taking them to an hour version it was a boat shed mm -hmm. and this one it was just like a nice historical fort yeah it looked that looked amazing <laughs> it looked cool to hang out with. it was um <laughs> yeah it was great yeah uh now before they go mike tells us the mission is to find trevon and gerlin but he wouldn't be upset if he if they don't find them uh, because maybe that means they don't come back into the game. And I almost yeah. spit hot cocoa all over my computer as I laughed at that. So. <laughs> Imagine if they did that. Just, hey, we're just taking out two other players from the game. Here you go, traders. Have a win. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they drive to the mission in two cars with Leroy and Mike in one, Mickey and Don in the other. Uh, Leroy thinks Donna was uh, blackmailed as a pawn. While Donna tells Mickey she gets why people would suspect her, but says she couldn't be a traitor, which is finally something I can agree with her on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, Mickey wastes no time in throwing his, or Mike wastes no time in throwing his new recruit under the bus, saying he suspects Mickey. Uh, Leroy mm. tells us he'd be surprised if Mike is a traitor. Uh, Leroy, surprise! <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's a surprise man. Yeah. Yeah, it's such a strong strategy to hire, to get get someone on board and then immediately get them out. It's yes, yeah, it's, but it, it saves you another week. It's it's a smart traders move. Yes, it's even a stronger strategy to do what I believe, and we'll talk about this more as we go through. I think that Mike has pocketed Leroy, that he has yeah. Leroy. So basically, what Brooke thought he did with you. That yeah. you would never vote him out under any circumstance. Yeah. yeah. And so it'll be interesting as we get, you know, we'll talk about it more at the end. But mm -hmm. just all these discussions are leading to that with, you know, exactly right. saying I, there's no way Mike can be a, a traitor. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they arrive at that fort you mentioned. There's a catapult. Oh, can I, can I just, oh, can sure. I just say quickly? As well, um, Matt, the it's so important who you end up in the cars with to go to the missions. That's kind of the only time you get to yeah. talk in in a group like that. And um, yeah, I I would often end up with Anna or Brooke in in a time. So we would work together in those times. Those cars are so so crucial, and um, and we got to choose what cars we went in. Mm -hmm. So it was, it was, it was always, um, it was never decided by production. I presume that's something that they've done in, in Canada as well. Um, it's, it's, and, and you see it often when you have one traitor in each, in each car, right. like, right. like we had in this. So you, so you end up without even meaning to, uh, getting the traitors working against each other, which is oh, juicy drama. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, they get like I said, they get to the fort. It has a bunch of wanted posters, uh, portraits on the wall. The trapped players will send Morse code of one word to describe one of the posters. Uh, the players outside will choose a poster, take a key that's hanging on it and catapult it into the fort. If that key unlocks one of uh, three locks there, a bulb lights up to indicate it worked and they can move on to the next one. If not, they can get another word to help. If they unlock three in 30 minutes. They'll win $1,000 for each key left on the board. Now, what's interesting to me is Trevon and Gerlin have only seen the three posters that they have. So they don't know how unique an identifying word might be. Like the mm. first word they choose is chain for a chain around the person's neck. But they don't know if other posters have chains too. 
And indeed, there is another person with the chain because there, you know, there's no way they're going to make it that easy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> on the outside, they have three people taking Morse code notes uh, to up their chances. Uh, they pick, you know, they eventually figure out its chain, pick a key. They happen to get the right one, but it took them 13 minutes out of their 30. So yeah. they have to, they have to pick up the pace here. And then I think, unless I wasn't paying attention, I think that's the last time we see the clock. So apparently yeah, that's a good point. You know, I, I don't remember, you know, this is not my lie. I promise, you know, that, yeah. that, uh, I, I, I think that's the last time we see the clock. So I'm like, yeah. huh, okay. I think uh, I remember seeing a seven at one point, but okay. that might've been the 17 that you're talking about. Okay. I am. Um, I, I really, I thought this was a much better version of the similar challenge that we, we had one where we had to identify sheep. Um, Mm-hmm. And it felt like it felt in the same realm as that, but much cooler. Like having the catapult was awesome. Yes, having to picture the having the the fact that they're um in some sort of prisony fort was amazing location. Um, yeah, I I I'm watching them play it. I was like, oh yeah, I want to have a turn at turn at this. <laughs> um, the only thing I would have added to the mission was somehow something that um. I like the ones where it makes you think that someone is lying to you. Like, like it's, it adds something related to the actual gameplay that mm-hmm. which one of these people is good at deceiving me. If we added something back to this, I think it would be a pretty, pretty good mission. Okay. Um, yeah. So the next word they send is braid. Uh, and after a little bit of struggle with the code, they send the right key. Third up, they send scar as Gerline thinks other pictures will have tattoos, but not scars. And again, no, I guarantee you there's more than one. And in fact, there are three. I feel like yeah. Gorlean has never played the game Guess Who? Are you familiar yeah. with that game? Yeah. <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah, everyone yeah, is. It's, <laughs> it's, I mean, this yeah. is basically Guess Who, you know, but yeah. you don't have to get down to the actual person that was picked. Yeah, uh, that's right. I loved it when Scar came up because um, back in, uh, when was it? Back- 20, uh, about 15 years ago, I was in a Scar band. So whenever whenever Scar turns up, I'm, I'm a big, <laughs> big fan of that. Made me think of my good old days listening to Real Big Fish, which is still to this day because they're my favorite band in the world. Ah, Sorry, okay. do continue. I keep getting ahead of... Uh, I'm oh, so excited okay. about talking no. about the show that I get so excited about that. <laughs> you, I think your notes are much more impressive than mine. Like, I've made one page of notes. And like, like yours are very much more in-depth than mine are. <laughs> Well, I try to you know try to recap the action here. Sometimes I go too far. Um, so anyway, Absolutely they... not. You do it perfectly. Okay. Well, thank you. Uh, so they send tattoo. Oh, they, they don't get it right on the first try this time. They send tattoo, which makes it pretty easy. So all three right in supposedly thirty minutes earns them eleven thousand dollars, bringing the total to eighty-seven thousand five hundred, and they do get Trevon and Gurleen back. So you know, there's a downside to everything. Um, I loved I loved watching them run out from behind the uh, the fort and run and hug them like it was a you know like a child meeting their parents again. Like <laughs> it was really. I think I, did Travon say thank you for saving us or something like that? As well? uh, probably it wouldn't have surprised <laughs> me if he did. And the other thing I love was when um when oh I always go to call Leroy Mike because he looks like 
Channing Tatum, who was Magic Mike. Ah. Um, and then there's Magic Mike on the show as well. So I was going to call him Mike. But Leroy, when he fired the thing over, he, he went, as he fired it, he went, freedom! I thought that was just a, a funny <laughs> thing to say. Firing a key over a fort wall. It made me laugh. Um, so they, uh, you know, go back into the cars. Uh, Travon joins Donnie and uh, Donna and Mickey and brings up Koozie having put three explanations yeah, exclamation points when she mm. voted Mike, uh, wondering if it was a clue. Uh, but very psychic Donna thinks she was working with Leroy and was trying to frame Mike. Uh, in the other car, Gerline gives her suspicion as Mickey and Mike and Leroy jump on board because Mickey never tells them anything. And, you know, I've said before, and I said earlier that I often forgot he was even in the game. And it seems from this whole episode, it seems like that's because he wasn't really in the game. He, mm. it seems like he never gave anything to anyone. And I think that's yeah. basically why he almost never appeared on our screens. Exactly right. The editors couldn't put him in the show because he never said anything that meant anything Yeah, to other people. Yeah. Um, and now I think it's coming back to haunt him. Um, mm. Gurleen also tells us at this point, it's not a team game. It's survival of the fittest. Uh, newsflash, Gurleen, it's never been a team game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, see, so you say that. I um, I think, I think anyone who plays it as a team game seems super faithful. Like, if you were working together in the missions to um to earn the money for the the group, right. as it was, you mm -hmm. seem extra faithful. I I think so. I I think you should kind of see it. But you're absolutely right. It's a You've got to well, be out for yourself. You've got to survive. Yeah, that's the yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the missions should be a team game because even if you're a trader, mm -hmm. you want the money in the pot. Yeah. That's how it's different from the mole in yeah. that, you know, the whole goal of the mole was for the mole to sabotage. And it, mm. it would be interesting to see some things like that. Like yeah. uh, Australia season two started off with a special trader's mission. And... Or was that yours? It was our season. That was yeah. your season. Sorry. Yeah. It was your season. <laughs> it started off with a special trader's mission. I would so I'll caught your lie, David. I've got right. it. Yeah. That That's was what I would, lie. That would be what I lie about, something on your season. That <laughs> that would be really bad. Um, and I was hoping it would go, like, into a special pot. Like, the yeah. only only the traders get this money but no it went into mm. the regular pot too so yeah that would be an interesting we, twist to make it so that the pots are not necessarily the same if it's if it's a matter of um yeah oh yeah yeah we we thought about this because i think because i think about i work on taskmaster so mm. i think about missions and tasks and games all the time and um i, I was always thought of having a, a pot that was a set amount but a certain portion of the money is going to go to everyone who was a traitor throughout the game, mm -hmm. divided up, and then the, uh, depending on whoever wins. I haven't really thought about it too much, but um, I think, yeah, it's very interesting to have a have a mission where you could actually steal some of the pot for yourself. Yeah, and then it would have made it interesting for, like, people who sabotage, uh, like, and this one is Australian season two, um, where there were certain people who were sabotaging missions for no reason other mm. than they were, you know, just, I, I don't know. 
it, it's hard to explain bad sam yeah um, when, you know when it was a when it was a thing that would um like you could get a you can get access to the armory right you'd be like, yeah you can understand that oh yeah absolutely understand the game when it's just for literally no reason or you get you get to drink a cold beer while walking right. up a hill um yeah it's not it just it just makes it really paints those people to be absolute d-bags which yeah. is why it was quite good to be on screen at the same time as bad sam was so that yes. good sam and bad sam could could live in <laughs> polar opposites of each other it was, it was quite yes. nice um so uh, getting back to Canada, uh, once once back at the manor, um, you know, Mike tells Mickey that Leroy and Gerline are leaning towards Donna. So lying. Uh, Mickey <laughs> claims Travon is looking at Leroy, uh, lying also. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Leroy separately asks Mickey uh, somewhat bluntly what's going on. And Mickey says he thinks it's Leroy himself. And he needs to explain yeah. why it's not. And yeah. Leroy is not impressed. And so he tells Mickey back that he's suspicious. So they're just if flat out telling each other. If you're a traitor and a faithful asks you who you think is a traitor, you're not saying the person you're talking to. Like, that's so dumb. You're yeah. saying literally anyone else because you know that person is a faithful. You're not going to gain anything from... right you're not going to feel threatened by that person or it's, it's it's just a strange move on on mickey's part i thought yes at that moment yeah uh trevon tells leroy his thoughts on the exclamation points and also thinks maybe the previous round table was the two traders going after one another trevon finally getting a clue i don't know what's going he on it. here i mean <laughs> it's like wow um and then he moves on to talk to mike and admits he suspects mike uh explaining why and Trevon then adds, I know I'm probably wrong, which, you know, could have been his motto all season, except he's actually finally right now. Yeah, he's nailed it. His problem is, is that he's said it to the people rather than right. keeping it to himself and just saying it to the camera yes. and, and saying it to the other people there. Yes. If you think someone is a traitor, you should never tell them you think they're a traitor. You should say, I 100% think you're a faithful. Right. You and right. me need to work together. That's yeah. exactly what yeah. faithful should be doing uh mike so close to mom so close yes yes mike surprises me because he says he didn't even notice that koozie had put the exclamation points there and it's like yeah. i guess in the heat of the moment you don't but mm. I, I mean everybody else watching everybody else at the round table noticed it so yeah. I, you uh, know when it came up um last episode i was like oh my gosh you can't you can't do that that's that's a parting gift all yes. over again Yes. And no wonder Mike um, felt a bit miffed about that. That's, yeah. That's, uh... Yeah, I mean, it's within, you know, I know there's been debates about this, and Matthew and I have debated this as well somewhat. I think it's within the realm of what they're allowed to do. You know, yeah. you're not allowed to say this person is a traitor. And, mm. you know, just as Mike was saying, you're suspicious, Koozie. You know, Koozie, you know, can... You put those three exclamation points in there and yeah yeah that's fair yeah it feels in, in any time yeah. late in the game if a trader gets voted off pay attention to who they voted for yes yes it's definitely gonna, colin did it um, i was gonna say ari did it no what's who's the um karen did it in the uk mm -hmm. version cozy did it yes yeah 
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Uh so Mike Leroy and Gerline talk. Leroy thinks he's getting two votes, so they discuss voting as a group. And then Mike leaves and Gerline tells Leroy there could be a tie and they need to plan for it. And she wants to vote Mike, even though I I, I don't even understand the rest of this conversation, actually. She I think she because I thought this was about Donna and um, who was the other person that voted for Mike? Oh, Mickey. They were going to vote for Mike. They had talked to Gerline and Leroy about voting for Mike with them. So Mike could have been voted off four to two because Mike and Leroy were going to vote for Mickey. So Gerline and Leroy could choose to go either way. They could either go and vote out uh, Mickey or vote out Mike, who they think is a traitor. Mm -hmm. So they're thinking it's better to keep Mike in the game while they think he's a traitor so that he will protect them. And uh, although they know that there's no murder. um, Right. Right. There never is. Um, And so they have to, they're choosing to keep the person who they think is a traitor in the game. Unexpectedly, they also get out the other blackmail traitor, which I think they're feeling they'll be good there. So I think that's the reason where they're going to, even though that wouldn't be a split vote. Yeah. I'm, I'm still not convinced Leroy thinks Mike is a traitor. I'm still going with that. He doesn't, but he's letting Gerline think that he does. Um, Okay. So they go to the round table. Leroy opens by noting that Mickey never gives a direct answer. And somehow in the time between Kareen saying it's time for you to talk and walking away and the allegedly first question, Mickey's hair has gone from all the way down to in a bun. (laughs) And so, and we thought Mike was the magician, but somehow this just happens. (laughs) Um, And, uh, But anyway, uh, Mickey says again, uh, you know, that he suspects Leroy the most, but he doesn't want to vote Leroy, which takes what you had said was a bad thing to do and makes it even worse. So now he said it to Leroy and he said it about Leroy, but he's also said he doesn't Mm. want to vote Leroy. So everybody Mm. else at that table has to be looking at him and going, what are you talking about? Yeah. I thought it was interesting how Mike goes around and talks to says why everyone could be a traitor. Yes. Yeah, he It's so it's such a weird thing to do. He's he's definitely sort of um corralling the troops. Like he's he's very much that in control of everything, which is what Brooke did in our season as well. 
but it's maybe it's maybe it's because I've seen that I've witnessed that by first experience that um by personal experience so that I I was looking out for it but it just and maybe everyone else did it as well and they just kept in that um just when Mike was doing it but I just well, such a he did the same thing the pre last week. Well, he didn't do it. He said to Kuzi, he said, I could go around yeah. and say why everyone is suspicious, but I'm yeah. just going to focus on you instead. And yeah. this time he did go around. Um, so some other things that happen. Uh, Travon says he doesn't think Donna or Mickey would be able to handle the pressure of becoming a traitor uh, via blackmail. And then in a confessional, mm. he includes himself in that group, too, which is good because I was getting mm. ready to launch into a monologue about how terrible he would be under that pressure. But he recognizes yeah. it, too. So. <laughs> um, that leaves Leroy and Gerline in his mind, probably because he still thinks Mike is an original traitor. Mm. Um, Mike says they know there are probably two left. And that's what leads, like you said, to him going around uh, now. He brings up something in going around. We, we don't have to go to every everything he brings up to everyone, but he talks about something I remember Donna saying a few episodes ago, I think it was, uh, that how she's willing to basically sacrifice herself so she can stand in the circle of truth and, you know, proudly proclaim that she's a faithful. And, mm. you know, she re-ups this again and says she just wants a faithful to win. She doesn't care which one it is. Which is ridiculous and goes back to this whole team game idea. It's it's not a team game. We are not playing Mafia. In Mafia, even if you get killed in the game, if your team wins, you still win. That is not the traitors. You do not win if you are dead. This is where I 100% disagree with you, David. This is the moment when Donna said that, that I was like, I'm Donna, because I said this exact same thing in the house as well. You get to the point where you've played as a faithful the whole time. The faithful are your team. You just don't know which of the people are your team. Once you get to that point, you're like, if I go, at least I'm going to do something that helps my team, in my case, the faithfuls, win this. Mm -hmm. So um, so yeah, while you're 100% you're right, only one, one or a couple of people will win the prize, but you win it kind of on behalf of the side that you played for, I think. That's what, that, that's so funny that you said, said well, that because it's the it's... exact moment when I was like, I'm the donor of this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's, I mean, I said it, I, I would describe it normally as like assigning morality to a game, like the good guys against the bad yeah. guys. But I think it's almost more, and I don't, I don't want to say, what's, it's, it's in a way it's brainwashing. You know, like yeah. you oh, have been. 100%, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you have is. been put onto sides. And it's like the mm. old Stanford prison experiment. You know, you've got the prisoners yeah. and the guards, and you've got the traitors and the faithful. And mm. you you take on those roles and you absorb them so much. So, you know, some people do more than others that, I mean, yes, I can understand. If you're going to go out, then yes, I can certainly see, okay, mm. at least you want to help. But Donna's mm. like, not just saying if she goes out, she's like, I'm willing to sacrifice myself to give yeah. another faith. Yeah. One of the things that I said that I'm not sure if I'm, I don't think it made the edit. I said that um, the night before they're about to blackmail, I said, oh, because someone, someone in the house asked if you were asked to become a trader, would you? Mm -hmm. And, and I think my memory is that Brooke asked that, which is, mm. <laughs> that, should have, that should have really put me. And I said, um, at this stage of the game, even if I was blackmailed to 
become a traitor. I would act as an undercover agent and help the faithful win. That's that's the <laughs> thought that I had at that time. This was this was eight days uh, into um, being separated from my family yes. and having only this game to play. So I very much lost my mind at this point yeah. of, the, of the game. <laughs> um, but that is a thing that uh, I think, again, just you, uh, when you're a faithful, you're spending the whole time trying to prove to other people that you're faithful as well. Um, we saw Donna do it in the cars throughout the game a lot. And I just remember doing it. I remember after I'd voted out Kings, I was like, and he turned out to be a, faithful as well mm -hmm. kings have been quite vocally supporting me being like yes he's a he's a faithful and i throughout that next day i was like why would i vote for kings if i was a trade i'm clearly a faithful <laughs> and so you're always looking for those things and um yeah so so again i've forgotten why the start of this point started with <laughs> but i like this show <laughs> but I just yeah yeah the, as, as a faithful you very much lose your mind and yeah. um yeah and i think yeah, Donna was doing very much. It, it rang so true to to how um yeah how my time on the show was like. <laughs> um yeah, as as for the rest of the reasons that Mike gives, they're mostly pretty standard. And then he says what we had talked about earlier about how you know they're quieter people who avoid uh, conflict. Mm -hmm. um, Gerline says they should focus on the blackmail trader, uh, which goes back to what you were saying earlier. And says it's probably someone who wouldn't be very good, so they wouldn't outsmart the OG trader. Uh, she mm. mentions Travon, and he says he wouldn't be a very good trader, which is true, but he also hasn't been a very good faithful. Uh, mm. So um, with that, it's time to vote. Uh, I, at this point, I did not know where it was going. It was all over the place. Um, yeah. Other than I noticed there was a confessional from Mickey saying going in mike promised one thing but he had a, he clearly had a different plan and it yeah. was put in a spot where mike had just said a few things to him that weren't terrible and i was like yeah. this is i i feel like this is his post banishment confessional mm. and they accidentally tipped their hand production did i do that with every single confessional i'm always like when was this when was this done yeah. is this is this just after he's done it? Is it one from earlier in the day? If they're wearing a different set of clothes? Oh, cool. That must be it's from a couple of days ago. Or is it from the next day and they've moved it forward? Oh, so I'm always looking out for that. And uh, yeah, I thought, I th yeah, this, the same thing with that. It looked like he had sort of uh, said that he was kind of looked kind of a bit more cash, like he'd been voted yeah. out. And like, I, I, I thought the yeah. same thing. I try to do it in the Amazing Race also, because sometimes you can mm. tell, like, as they're, relating what's happened you can tell like if they're smiling okay they probably made it through that leg and if they're like yeah you know if, if they're like talking like this they they might not have you know yeah that's right on, uh, <laughs> how good how good of an actor or an actress they are they yeah are. that's right um so anyway it is like i said it's time to vote um uh, mickey votes leroy trevon says he wishes he had a rhyme or a reason for his vote but he chooses mike uh, why start now for a rhyme or a reason? Uh, Gerline goes with Mickey. Mike yeah. <laughs> says he uh, uh, changed his mind from his original thought and goes with Mickey. Leroy does too. And Donna picks Mike. So Mickey, you know, one day as a traitor, uh, uh, goes to the circle of truth. Shout out to, sh shout out to Robbie, who uh, also spent one day as a traitor. Yes, yes. Um, um, says you can't win them all, but he's a traitor. 
And that's about it. Like yeah. he doesn't try any coded messages or anything like that. Um, I fully respected him for that. Eh? I thought that yes. was, I think that's the way you should exit the game. Like, right. Cause now in the house, everyone is going to be saying, man, was he, was he a traitor from the beginning? Oh my gosh. If he did, he's an absolute genius. Yes. Mike um, actually it's... says that later. Um, and so, yes, most celebrate. Travon says he hates this game. And then the funniest part was Gurleen tells him to put his pen away. Uh, yeah. Probably because she doesn't want a replay of the previous situation where he threw it across the room. <laughs> oh, that was fantastic. I love Travon. Eh? Like, he, um, he, I think I'm, this is correct. He's never voted for the person that got voted out. I think still. That's correct. Day. And he says it later, like, too. Yeah. And yeah. that's, um, which is the exact opposite of what I did in my season. I voted for the person who went out every single time. Yes. So I avoided the situation that Donna now has to face having voted for Mike and having right. to live in the house, live right. in the house with Mike straight away after this. Oh, yeah. it's, oh, it'd be so awkward. Yes. Uh, Kareen walks in, tells them there's no murder tonight, which as you said, they should know if they were paying attention. So yeah. basically Mike is going to have to make his way through a round table and then two, I'm calling them fire pit votes. I don't know what else you would call them. Um, I call them the fire pit. Yeah, it's it's not impossible, but it's not going to be easy either. Yeah. Now, I was surprised at how much time there was left after the round table, uh, because after the vote, they all go to like a bar area to celebrate. Uh, mm. Donna is disappointed in her gameplay as usual. Uh, Travon says it's hard to celebrate when the person who was banished didn't even cross his mind. And that's when he mentions, like you said, he hasn't voted correctly yet, though. He says he could he could be correct about Mike and. He is. He, you know, just uh, like we said earlier, eventually you, you know, you just run out of wrong yeah. people. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, oddly, Mike says that while Travon was coming after him, it's too late now. I got you, buddy. And I'm watching that and thinking, do you? Because I mean, yeah. I, you're in, you're in a one on, you're in, a, there are five people left. Yeah. You're the only traitor. Um, mathematically, you're not in a good place, Mike. That's that seems that seems weird. I mean, I think so. I think they scrambled some of the scenes here, and we'll get to mm -hmm. that in a bit. But I think by the time Mike says that in confessional, he already knows the plan that Leroy and Gerline come up with. So that's that we'll get to, which is to go after. Uh, Travon and Donna. Travon at the next one. Yeah. Um, yeah. But before then, this is one of the scrambled scenes. I think they separate out into different conversations. Mike tells Donna he's disappointed in her, which she understands. Uh, he tries to, you know, get her back on his good side by saying uh, he's played an honest game, but then tells us he can't wait to eliminate her tomorrow, which again tells me he mm. must think he has someone else in his pocket. Um, mm. And you know, Donna says she now suspects Leroy. Then we go to a conversation that appears to have taken place prior. And I say that because it seems like people are breaking up from the bar at this conversation that we're about to talk about, whereas the one with Mike and Donna was on a couch somewhere. So I think they just gave them to us out of order for some reason. Yeah. And you know, Mike and Leroy speak and Leroy tells us he's on the same page as Mike. And if they stick together with Gurleen, they can get rid of Travon and Donna. So, again, this goes back to what I said earlier, that I think Mike feels he has pocketed Leroy. 
And mm-hmm. and like I said uh, a little while ago, he's also peddling the idea that Mickey was an original trader and I guess was an amazing actor who perhaps recruited Donna. Mm-hmm. Um, then Leroy talks to Gurleen, who says they should get Travon out first and notes that even if he's a faithful, he's useless and not contributing anything. Uh, and then they say the same with Donna. So, you know, you said I was hard on them and I have been, yeah. I admit it, <laughs> but it's good to have some in-game confirmation, you know, of, of the same yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, um, one of the things that I think was interesting that they didn't bring up to this point of banishing um, Mickey, just to go back a little bit, mm-hmm. is the fact that the two people they voted out, are Mel B and Koozie, um, that's two two females. Normally they're going to balance it up with a guy. Right. Which is why I think um, uh, Mike recruited Mickey mm-hmm. over Donna or Trevon. She, if there's another guy on the thing, it, it right. kind of, that sort of makeup of the traders balance is, um, is, something that they can help but they haven't mentioned that in the show at all um whereas that was something i thought about constantly throughout the show i i mean if lauren's a if lauren's a trader they're probably going to balance it up with having an a a male celebrity and there were four of those that we sort of slowly worked our way through yeah and they i mean they did mention it earlier there was some topic of conversation i think it was uh rick the temp uh brought it up a couple times like oh there must be a you know, there must be yes, a celebrity right. person yes, right. there, and there must be yeah. this. And then it kind of just went away for a little while. And then yeah. eventually they got Koozie, who was a Big Brother contestant. So, yeah. you know, she fit that bill. Yeah. Um, and so then you need to fill in the other part of that original right. triangle. And they've gone. And so at the moment, they'll be thinking, oh, if it was Mickey, reality star as well. Yes. Um, yeah, I guess they could fit in there. Right. In that um, realm, yeah. Yeah. So it looks like, um, uh, you know, so, oh, yeah, continuing with the conversation of Leroy and Gurleen, they after they agree to get rid of uh, Trevon and Donna, they say they'll get rid of Mike, too, which I don't know if they're saying it because they think he's a traitor or not, because like you were saying, it, it seems like Gurleen knows he's a traitor. I think Leroy is convinced he's a faithful. So yeah, I, right. my my read on this is that Leroy is closer to Mike than he is to Gurleen, and he's just agreeing with her at this moment. And when it <laughs> really comes down to it, they're going to get rid of, you know, Trevon and Donna, and then he's going to join with yeah. Mike and get rid of Gurleen. That is my yeah. read on the situation here. So you reckon Trevon at the, at the last round table, and then Donna... The fire pit. I, I think they said Donna first. I think I think uh Gurleen was pushing Donna first. Yeah, right. So uh, but you know, that could go either way. But I think Donna first, yeah. then Trevon, and then I think that yeah, I think that Leroy will will join Mike in turning on Gurleen and that uh then you know Mike wins. Mike wins with with Leroy being the Craig, spoiler alert of season Australia season one. Yeah, man, that that final uh, having been in that final decision. Yes, that's um, what I was going man, to ask next. Is yeah, that is the most nerve wracking moment of my entire life. Just knowing that, man, this entire thing—ten days we've been here doing this. 
I've managed to fluke my way here. Not, educated fluke. Yes. My way there. You know that either of these people could have been lying to me. I need to make the right decision. If mm-hmm. I make the wrong one, I'll look like a like an idiot. <laughs> if I make the right one, I will get to do a podcast with the David Bloomberg. <laughs> it's a... <laughs> You know, it's, it's that's such, the real prize uh, here. Forget the money. It's the that's real the price. It's yeah. the real price. <laughs> um, yeah, man, it's it just and you. The close to the end of the show you get, this it's a balance of being like, man, I can't screw this up now. Like I've got this pressure on me. I've got to get this right. But also, um, uh, man, if I go out now, it's well done to whoever has has tricked me. Mm-hmm. Like you, you respect the fact that other people have played the, the game right. so well to right. get you to that point so you, you know you can go out and be like oh hats off to you also damn you you yes. piece of crap yes. <laughs> how, how do you do it but well done but yeah man it's so frustrating and, and it's all you think about it's oh you, i'm sure you 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 don't really miss your family and your loved ones because you're just thinking about this bloody game so much <laughs> um yeah, so yeah. Matthew Keeley, the main host of the Trade R podcast, mm-hmm. told me he thinks the season will end similarly to yours, that the players will recognize that there has to be another trader and realize who it must be like you did, and they'll vote out Mike. So basically, Leroy yeah. will indeed uh, be you and turn on Mike. Mm-hmm. Um, That's I, the feeling I get at the moment as well. Yeah, I don't. I just don't. And here's another reason. From a pure edit standpoint, the only two people who have really had significant airtime have been Mike and Trevon. Uh, I mean, the others have gotten a bit more as the numbers have dwindled. But even so, I couldn't have picked Leroy out of a lineup for, you know, several of the first episodes. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Gerline was there, but I think I even commented, uh, you know, one week like, of all the reality stars, she has had the least and mm. the least, you know, TV time. And even with the increased time, we know so little about those two. I just cannot see them being the two winners. And so that's mm. another reason I think it's going to be Mike. I mean, you were featured in pretty much every episode. Yeah. Uh, you know, sometimes I, you know, was like, why is he yelling at those people for the race? You know, I, I oh, but, don't get, yeah. I had flashbacks to that during this. Oh no, I, I saw a, um, uh, um, the traders wiki on Wikipedia. They posted a video of, um, a version of maybe, maybe the Hungarian one where oh. someone gets angry at the end of a mission. And I was like, that's my spirit animal. Yeah. You know what it's like when people <laughs> are playing as a team during the missions. Um, yeah, but, yeah. Well, um, one of kind of the reason that I kind of leant into that a little bit more is that I thought I'd been too quiet at the going to that game. I knew I had to pitch myself somewhere in the middle. Ah. I knew I was drifting into this quiet zone at the mm-hmm. at the bottom. So I sort of popped my head up a little bit. Also, it helped that I was genuinely a bit pissed off. Yes, so, yes. <laughs> I think so. Um, so sort of leant into that. But yeah, you're right. I feel like Leroy though has really come in more at the end of the show. But again, that might be a numbers thing as well. I just um, still don't feel like I know that much about him. Yeah. I mean, he's a firefighter. Yeah, he's got what a tattoo that looks like flames. Ah, yes, yes. He looks like Magic Mike. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
the uh, uh-huh. the uh, Channing Tatum, not yes, the, yes, not the not the, not wizard, the other magic the wizard yeah. magician. Yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm gonna. I can't wait till I go and st- go and meet up with Mike in Toronto. And we <laughs> I can find out all this stuff with him. It's gonna be great. <laughs> so I've never been to Canada. I'd love to. Yeah. So so yeah, that's you know that that's why I'm thinking that yeah. and uh, yeah, I don't know. They're good I, I, reasons. They're good reasons. I, I agree with what you said. I just um I'd be and I'd be quite happy if if Mike won. Mm-hmm. Um, just I think he's he's earned it. I think he's played well. But again, the faithful in me is like, I would love for Mike to get banished at the next round table and we end up with four faithfuls who then have to banish each other. Yes. Until there are two of them left and they end up sharing it. That'll be amazing. Yes, and that's why that's one reason I don't like blackmail. Because I don't feel like it's necessary. I feel like production, and I've talked about this before, probably several yeah. times over. So regular listeners are probably like, okay, enough already. Yeah. We get it. But very quickly, I I don't care if you go to the final five with one trader or no traders. Let them fight mm. it out. Let yeah. them figure it out themselves. Yeah. And I think production is just so wedded to this idea that it's called the traders. There has to be a trader in the final episode. Mm. that they they won't ever let it happen which goes back to what you were saying about the blackmail being i mean it's just such a blunt instrument in the game it's like you must do this you have no choice in anything here other than literally quitting the game yeah man um, because i've i think i think there's been a season in uh in the netherlands where they ended Mm -hmm. up with just faithfuls at the end and voted some out i haven't seen that but I would love to see it in one of one of the English speaking versions. It's it's a yes. version again. It's another ending of a show that we've never seen before. Right. And that's why this this why this format just keeps on giving. Like there are so many. Every ending of every show has been different from every yes. other one. Yes. It's 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 great. Yeah. So great. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, yeah. uh, that wraps up this episode. Uh, before we finish up, I do want to let everyone know. That we have uh, other great stuff here on the Tradar podcast, both coming up and posted recent days. Uh, still working on some interviews with the Traders Canada players. Had some email issues and U.S. Thanksgiving issues. So hopefully, you know, it'll be a little delayed from when they got uh, knocked out. But, you know, we may still have those straggling off into the holidays here. Um, <laughs> we, we posted the fifth in our special series as Matthew and I are covering Survivor UK. Uh, it's not the traders, but it is a strategic social game where you stab people in the back. Uh, uh, Matthew has never seen Survivor. I have covered the show for over 23 years. So we're looking at it through those very different viewpoints uh, this week, uh, episodes 9 and 10. Uh, you know, there were a lot of questions. He was like, is this normal? Is this the way it works? Uh, and then I was asking him things like, uh, since he's in the UK, I was asking him things like, what is a bacon buddy? Uh, <gasps> Do you and, guys not have bacon buddies? Well, it's a I, bacon sandwich. They're delicious. I, I mean, I have bacon sandwiches. I just wouldn't think to call them a buddy. Uh, and it's so, butty, butty with teas. Butty, yes, butty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, you know, then uh, someone someone wrote in and said, should they have had a full English fry up? And so I had to ask him what that was, which it turns out oh, yeah. was a full English breakfast, which I had when I was in uh, London at a and b there. So, yeah. so, you know, there's these questions back and forth. Uh, and that's, you know, uh, so that we posted a couple days ago uh, covering episodes nine and ten. And then next week for the finale recap, 
Matthew will join me here in the same way I have joined him for the finale of every other season of the traders that this podcast has covered except yours uh because we didn't. <laughs> uh if we had still time to win. go back and do it i actually as i've been sitting here i've been thinking that i'm like i wonder if he would be willing but i i, I would know. i would happily go back and live through that horrific experience that was also <laughs> the greatest thing i've ever done yeah i mean part of it is it'll just be a matter of you know timing because i think both uk and America, USA versions uh, of the Traders season twos are scheduled to come out in January. And are they really? <gasps> yes. And I hope they don't come out at the same time because that may oh. break us. Um, I wonder if they'll release America in one lot like they did last I, time. So we God, can just watch it not. in a weekend. I hope. I, I think it's a bad idea as well. Watching yeah. Canada come out week to week is much more engaging. Yes. Um, and and our, our one was over five weeks, which was still cool. But I think it would have been better if we'd done it over the, the 10. Yeah, I mean, Australia and New Zealand, they do things weird with TV anyway. I mean, they do that mm. with Survivor in Australia also. Yeah. And, you know, multiple episodes of different length, depending on which mm. day. And, um, yeah. and so, I mean, from the selfish podcaster viewpoint, I wanted to come out weekly so that there's time to... Actually, not just podcaster, because even if I wasn't podcasting it, I would still want to discuss it online on social media. Yeah. Whereas if it exactly. dumps all at once, it's like you really want to talk about it. Like, you know, yeah. for, for Traders USA season one, I sat down and watched it in a day. Yeah. And then I couldn't talk mean, to anyone. And it means you can't remember all the different little intricate little things right. that happened as well. Like we didn't get to talk about the fact that someone dropped notes out of their skirt, which I can't remember what happened had someone done that was it i can't remember what who it was anyway yes um and just on the idea of going back and doing the new zealand season that's a great idea everyone yes. on the show would be keen to go back through it maybe except colin uh, yeah 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 <laughs> um it's just yeah so i really hope you know especially with the way usa one ended i really wanted to talk to people about the winner mm. And mm. I couldn't because it was a spoiler. And, you know, I mean, I can't expect people to watch 10 hours of TV in one day like I did. Yeah. Did it, Um. Did you win three? One? Were you stoked about that? Did you, were you? Oh, yes. You that really I'm, going a, through? I'm a huge Suri fan. Um, yeah. You know, I've, I've interviewed in my early days of running reality TV websites. I interviewed her multiple times. Uh, I, I met her at a New York gathering uh, one time and, uh, you know, talked to her for a little while and, yeah. um, you know, also met her son who was with her on big brother this season. Big brother. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I, I you know, it, it was very nice to see her on the traders playing the game. I knew she could play not yeah, losing right. due to some stupid production twist. Uh, and, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, actually being able to, you know, take it home there. Yeah, that's cool. I I had none of that in when I watched the show. Um, but I did take one thing that she said, and I used it on our vision of the show. She said it looked it always paid to look confused all the time. Mm. So I tried to do that as much as I could. 
so much to the point that the um the people on our show who are my friends i i i work in like the same crew works no, on no, no, the they're, they're, works on. They're, they're strangers they're strangers they're not you know. <laughs> yes these the crew who some people are probably directly related to me are strangers <laughs> and um so much so that they after the show they're like man you always look so confused because we, we weren't allowed to talk to them yes like, i just wanted to come and give you a hug and make sure you're all right and i was like i was kind of playing it up because sari said it was a good idea yeah Yes. Yes. Again, so, genuinely, I was confused the whole time, so there was reason for looking at. Yes. Well, yeah. I mean, people ask, you know, frequently, and you, I'm sure you've heard me say this. You know, if I had to rank it in order, where would I rank it? And I will always rank USA One as the top because of Suri. I recognize it as a purely yeah. subjective, yeah, ranking, but that's what I will do, and I, uh, you know, I, I, I make no apologies for that. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, do you know, it's for me, it's second to bottom. I mean, I can understand why. I, I really can. I, I mean, uh, I, I mean, I would think that Australia season two, without spoiling it, is probably bottom. Um, and, you know, I would hope that your season is top for you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm quite fond of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, and I, th I thought, I mean, UK season one was just so awesome. It was mm -hmm. just great. I, I loved all the characters. Um, I thought there was a good mix of strategy and heart and, um, you know, you really felt like I really wanted Wilf to win some money. Yes. And I, I really wanted Aaron to do well for his mum. Like, yeah, it had that nice mix of heart. And that's what I, you know, I, I tried to be the Aaron of our show. I yes. wanted to bring a bit of heart to it um, as well. And because uh, I just think that makes, you know, it just makes television better. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. Yeah, for the well. for the strategy aspect, I really liked Australia season one. I felt that that the strategic were, maneuvering was was very good. Yeah, there. they were good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so yeah. All right. Well, where can people find you if they want to, you know, chat with you online or whatever? They can find me. I'm at Sam Smith Comedy. Um, there's another Sam Smith who seems to have taken over a lot of the other Sam Smith stuff throughout the world. But it's yeah, hard to believe Sam there's Smith another Sam Smith anywhere crazy, in the right? world. That's such there's an unusual brewery. name. Yeah, there's a brewery named Samuel Smith as well, which is oh. quite nice. Um, and uh, <laughs> so, yes, at Sam Smith Comedy on Instagram and Twitter and oh, whatever Twitter's called now. And I think I'm on TikTok. I don't really use it, but, but yeah, just anywhere online. Samson's Comedy is the place for me or All at right. my house. And I won't give you my address, but you can just find me at my house. Well, yeah, people should probably find you online, not at your house. That's right. Although yeah. if <laughs> they live in New Zealand and they're listening to this, they probably live within walking distance. So exactly right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, all right. Well, now it's time to finish the Trader Trader game. Ooh. Ah. Sam, did you lie to me? David, I did. I managed to sneak in a little lie to you. Uh-oh, because I lied to you as well. I have, I, as I said, I get too into the recap and I, I, I totally forget. So let me think here for a moment about what you said. It's probably something about your season, if I had to guess, because that would be something that I couldn't necessarily easily pick up on. Um. And that's as good as I can get. I'm going to say it's something about your season and, and you've got me. I'm so glad I got you. It is not something about my season. Oh, okay. Would you like me to tell you what it was? Yes, please. 
Okay. So, um, one of the things you say every week is that you did, you do, um, it's about order of magnitudes. If you did eight yes. pages of notes, you'd say you did right. 80. So I told you that I did one page of notes ah! when really I did 10. <laughs> I got you with your example. Oh, yes. That is amazing. That is amazing. <laughs> I should have known too, because you literally have, you literally have had a, a Sharpie in your hand this entire time. <laughs> my, um, my, uh, yes, I have. I've been carrying yeah. that around. Um, although my notes I did make on the computer before. Um, well, hopefully not with and, uh, the Sharpie, because that's permanent. I didn't so. use the Sharpie, yeah. no. I used the <laughs> Sharpie to write down what I thought um, your okay. lie was. All right. What did you think it was? Well, I really think you've got me, because I've only got one thing on my list. Mm -hmm. My list says David's lies, and I've written, <sighs> man, did Mickey's hair actually go up into a bun? in that quick shot that is my one guess at what you did no nope, it did actually happen it really oh, did and i well had done. a feeling you got you got i had me. a feeling by talking about that 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 might distract you into the lie there uh but yeah. i that wasn't you you got me well done so all i did this was a little one all i did i said donna was the third one in for breakfast and mike was fourth but i reversed their order mike came in oh. before donna and we had just talked about Mike doing the foot thing beforehand. Yes, I know. Well, as soon as, would... I know. I was like, oh, he's going to know because of the foot thing. <laughs> well done. Yes, very well done. Yeah, you 100% got me there. Yeah, oh, well, I should you have got... noticed that. Although, although, in saying that, that's a 3-4 thing. That's not an order of magnitude. No, you should no, have said no. that that's... she was the 40th I, I person. Who came into... in first and then came later. There were other things I wanted to See? do. That were other that were order of magnitude, and I couldn't because it was like I wanted to do something with the number of minutes that were there, or I wanted to do something. Yeah. I can't remember. There was something else. I was like, oh, that's a number thing. I can't do it. So you got me with my own example. So that's that wins the prize, I uh, think. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so um, I really, I really thought you were going to um, I very sort of awkwardly put built up the fact that I used to be a dentist, which is true. Oh, um, yeah with Nazila so I thought you were I thought you were going to jump in on that and then I said something else as well oh just about how messaging all the people and and uh yeah Mike saying I can go say with him in Toronto like the, that's all true and I was thinking oh yeah these little things that I I mean get I, David Bloom, but... the dentist thing I I don't know no, I, it, just, it didn't occur to me that that you know I but then again I had literally a friend and former co-worker on here who said something about an old job he used to work that was a total lie that I should have picked up on because it really, yeah. it it didn't fit with what I knew about him. And <laughs> so I should have picked up on it. And as a matter of fact, That's a Matthew, Matthew, who edits these, while he was editing that one, he messaged me and said, oh, I picked up on your friend's lie. I'm like, well, I'm glad you did. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's great hey shout out to matthew thank you for making a great podcast i really enjoy it thank you so much for making it um please make new zealand season two if it gets announced on monday yes yes if it, if it gets announced and get me in as a guest huh, huh. i i yes we will find a way to do that so now that i am more accustomed to podcasting multiple shows i was doing four shows at once uh for a little while there Oof, um boy. So, and this is my third day in a row my of 
of podcasting because we had to postpone a, a previous one that I normally do on Fridays, had to postpone that to Sunday. So, uh, yes, we will we will find some way, whether it's me or Matthew or a combination of both of us, we will we will find a way. Um, well, it's been it's been an absolute honor getting to talk to you about it. So please involve me in that. I okay. love the traders. I can't get enough of it. It's genuinely like therapy getting to talk about it and live back through all these this strange world we lived in uh, about a year ago. Now. Yes, yes, and well, and thank you. And you know, you uh, when when uh, when we were messaging each other, uh, you had said some you know things about me you 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 definitely wanted to come on you heap these compliments on me i'm like i'm gonna have to change my bio just to be the things you said about me mate you're the you're the person who breaks down the show the best in the game it's lovely to talk to someone who thinks about it as much as we did maybe more than what we did (laughs) on the show losing our minds well thank you i appreciate that um, I do want to say anyone else who wants to reach out to me, uh, you could find all my various accounts through my link tree at linktree slash David Bloomberg. And there's a dot before the EE there. Or you can find me on most text based social media like Twitter and Blue Sky is at David Bloomberg. And on the video platforms, TikTok, YouTube and Instagram is at David Bloomberg TV. Uh, speaking of TikTok, et cetera, I post at least three reality TV short videos on all those sites every day. Uh, today, as it happens, before I did this podcast, I did four because I'm like, I've got to get these done before the next episode of Survivor US comes on. Um, and uh, they're, right now, they're a mix of, of US Survivor, the Traders Canada, of course, Survivor UK, of course, uh, Squid Games, the Challenge, and House of Villains. Those are the main ones that have been appearing on there. Uh, also, you should make sure to check out the accounts for the podcast overall. You can find us on Instagram as at the Tradar Podcast and on Twitter as at the Tradar Pod. You can also email the Tradar Podcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to help support the costs of publishing this podcast, you can drop Matthew a few bucks or, you know, whatever they're called in the UK or Canada or New Zealand. Quid quid uh <laughs> you, you know you could do it at uh coffee.com that's ko-fi.com slash matthew keely i will be back here next week with matthew uh hopefully everyone tunes in and uh everyone should feel free to reach out through social media or as comments uh you know on the youtube version of this podcast or whatever else in the meantime until then any parting words sam um yeah i just want to say that um when you when you brush your teeth at night you should um and in the morning you should floss before (laughs) you brush that's going to get all the gunk out from between your teeth and then when you brush your teeth the fluoride will flow in between your teeth and remineralize those bits so it's actually really good for you i actually have a book coming out in um february (laughs) called don't scare the dentist it's a kid's book and uh, it's going to be really good so so if you want that and some other good dentistry tips um grab a copy of that all right so and, see oh, you really I also just want to, and i do i really was and really am and uh and the other thing i'd like to say is merry christmas everyone have a lovely <laughs> holiday season no matter what you celebrate all right we're we're getting we're a little early for that but okay you know i i don't know i mean i know that <laughs> disagree christmas, you can Chris, christmas comes a day earlier you can get are, straight so. on to christmas now that's right that's right, that's right. Uh, because so, we're small, we start celebrating Christmas in July. We don't really do Thanksgiving or Halloween too much, yes. so we do it for the second half of the year. 
<laughs> also, it's the middle of summer. It feels weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have to put fake snow out and stuff. So. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It melts <laughs> straight away. It's yuck. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we will uh, see everyone back here in a week uh, for the finale. Until then, bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.